2: So in the NFL, um, a busy a busy time as we are rounding up to the playoffs here. I've Got a few more weeks of the season, I guess one more month of the regular season, Jason. A mm-hmm. um, couple of bits of news. Uh, one is Von Miller out for the season. They found an ACL tear. They were going in for some exploratory sur- surgery, and it, within that, they found an ACL tear and. He has now been announced as out for the season. There was some hope that he would, you know, obviously come back. He was on injured reserve. But uh, the hope was that he would be able to come back this season, certainly for the playoffs. He said on his podcast that he was hoping to come back for the Jets game Mm. this weekend. Well, that is clearly not the case. And now uh, he is out for the season. I don't know what this has done to their Super Bowl odds in terms of Vegas. I imagine it has dropped them down because, I mean, he was there – He was their closer, as you said. I mean, he was the guy who, if you needed to stop on third down, needed a big play, you know, get to the quarterback. That's why they brought him in. They brought him in because they didn't have that a year ago. You know, if they maybe had gotten to Patrick Mahomes in that playoff game, maybe they're moving on. Maybe they're, you know, not going down in heartbreak. Mm -hmm. Uh, Instead, of course, we know they did not have him, and uh, they did not do that. So, I I, I do. I don't, you know, look, you have Josh Allen, and if Josh Allen is healthy in that offense, you're going to have a chance. But, in terms of winning it all, yes, I do think it is a singularly. I do think it is a big blow.
3: Uh, eight sacks uh, was good enough for a tie for sixteenth in the league, but the question is going to be where does it come from with him down? Yeah, I'm with you. It's it's a blow. I, th- I see Spears and others. You know, your your yeah, the take is that this could cost him a Super Bowl, and I believe it. I mean, that he was the thing that helped complete them. So yep. to lose them. It's a it's a big blow for a Bills team that you mentioned in that first hour. Wasn't playing all that great right now anyway. They're getting by. They're still in the race for the one seed, but they're not playing all that great. So uh bad news, obviously.
2: Bills are plus three seventy. They are still the favorites. I think who number two is may surprise you. The Chiefs.
3: Hmm.
2: Doesn't surprise me. I would have thought Philly had would have passed them by now. They'd have I mean they're close. Chiefs are plus four sixty. Eagles are plus five hundred. Cowboys plus eight 49ers are plus a thousand. Where the bucks on that thing? The bucks are plus nineteen hundred. Told you. Um, Bengals plus twelve hundred. So, I mean, that's just, that's probably in terms of value, that's probably your best. Bet. I like the Bengals one.
3: I think somebody's gonna wipe the floor with Tampa Bay down there at their place in that in that opener.
2: Yeah, or Dallas, whoever. Yeah. I mean. It honestly does feel like it could be any one of these teams, though. It could be the Bills. It could be the Chiefs. It could be the Eagles. It could be the Cowboys. 49ers have quarterback problems. So I don't think it will likely be
3: them. They think they can get him back if Brock Purdy can hold him on in the playoffs. Now That's true. Again, That's you getting Jimmy back in the playoffs. How good is that going to be? Exactly. There will be something to shake off, obviously. But the, all might not be lost for the 49ers like initially it looked mm-hmm. like uh, it was. Yeah, it's interesting. Like I feel like the Bengals are
2: kind of getting disrespected a little bit at plus twelve hundred. What do they not have? I mean, Mixon's
3: coming back. Do they have protection game? for enough protection for Joe Burrow? That's true. It it's is hard. literally about keeping him upright. It's hard to get back to the Super Bowl when you lose. They seem hungry. They do. They do. We thought early on it was a little bit of a hangover. They mm-hmm. put it together now. Chase no, is I'll back honest, and I thought
2: it. I thought that was like, all right, you got to the Super Bowl, you you know, got got a little lucky.
3: It's been Titans Chiefs last two weeks, right? That they beat. Yep. And and Titans was in Nashville. Put it together the right time. Um and and
2: again, like I am a big believer in just, you know, how you carry yourself how you carry yourself as a team. You know, the Bengals easily could have just run it with Pete Ryan on that 3rd and 11 and just taking the clock down to, you know, 40 seconds or whatever and giving the ball back to Mahomes, That up six. Mm -hmm. You know, they could have done that. And and, and all you have to do is not let him score a touchdown. But no, they said, we're going to go for this win. We're not giving the ball back to 15 because we know 15 doesn't need any time. I mean, honestly... It, Mahomes could get to the one yard line in one throw. All he had to do, all he had to do, is locate it to the end zone and get a pi or something like that. Like crazy stuff could happen. They know that, and so you know what? They use one of their best weapons, one of their one of their awesome weapons in T Higgins, and just got a, a conversion on third and eleven. I mean, that's that's championship stuff to me. Yeah, you know, that's what championship teams do, as far as I'm concerned. Um, so I I like the Bengals honestly at plus twelve hundred. I do like the Chiefs. I think when you have 15, you have a chance to win a championship every single year. I believe I predicted five. We're, we're a little short of that right now. A little short. What are we at, one still? Is he at one? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's at one. Yeah, that's – I mean, that's. It, it's, it, it's kind of time. I'm starting to feel like Kentucky basketball a little bit here, man. It's time to get back. Is it not?
3: I would say so. I mean – I was looking at this, this Garoppolo game. It, it's such a. It's still a stretch. I, I might want to go ahead and count them out. It's a seven week, six to seven week timetable. Won't need surgery. Seven weeks would mean possible return for the divisional round. Gotcha. Eight weeks would put him in the NFC Championship game. I just that that's that's a that's a tall order. Ask that man to come back and be good. Yes, it is. Uh, uh good as good as you'll have to be to beat a Philadelphia or Dallas, whoever's going to be at that point. I just. As much as I respect that defense and yep. Shanahan, the play caller he is, that's that's you're not doing it with Brock Purdy uh, and, and probably not with a, a Garoppolo that's just getting back from injury. Now,
2: uh, interestingly enough, the Rams, the, the 49ers were a team that was expected to go after Baker Mayfield, but they didn't even put a claim in.
3: Shanahan told you and said, we're good. They Number one, they think they can get him back. They think they can get there's a chance for Garoppolo. Number two, they think Purdy can, and he did. He came in and was, and was solid. But they like good. But the but the Rams, in fact, did claim Becky yeah, I don't think this is a deal where like you know people expect that you're blocking the 49ers for getting him. I really don't think they were interested in bringing this guy in who's never shown he can be a leader. I don't. All I, of I, a sudden, you're putting him at the head of the locker room. Totally agree. Why, why mess with that at all? Especially if you think there's a chance you can get Garoppolo back. Just let's let just try to hold it down with Purdy and a a defense that's Super Bowl caliber. I was, It's the best plan. Mayfield will mess you up. Yes, he will. All these questions about him that you'll get, and then the other, you know, Niners who don't need any distractions will be at every player in there will be asked about it. You just don't need that mess. No. And when's he when, when's he ever proven he deserves it at this point? No. Even, even Carolina's done. I projected, uh, I predicted Baker Mayfield to start for the Showboats next season. I got him as the starter in April. Yeah, his money about to change drastically because this is the last year of, yeah, of his rookie I, deal. I mean, it, it, the commercials he, are going to dry up because there is, is no more starting job. Yeah. 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 And so he's really gonna have to. I mean, is he a
2: backup? Is he is he good enough? I would enough assume
3: to, some team's gonna put him on as a backup, but again, that's a lifestyle change in terms of what he's been used. Oh, to. Oh yeah. But yeah, the, some NFL club will have Baker Mayfield on as a backup, no question. It, it's just weird, man. I, he
2: just hasn't shown anything at all. Like you would think, like that opportunity in Carolina, you would think with McCaffrey and M- DJ Moore, you know, like you actually have some things cooking for you, and it just. I don't know, man. I, th- I think it, it reiterates to you like how much goes into being a successful QB. It's yeah.
3: not just making all the throws it's of the not. arm talent that you were mentioning about with Paxton. We yeah. know about that. It yeah. is motivation, other things might be leadership skills, what happens when you get in the locker room. Are, yep. you, a, are you a man among men in terms of them falling behind you? He he, he was missing that. Yes, he and, was. And I, and I do think there, there there was some resentment of him too, right, of everything that he's crowned with as a number one pick. Yep. There's, I think there, bec- there becomes some resentment when you haven't done anything to back it up, and yet you're still getting, you know, these all these commercials and everything else. He was crowned just because he was a one pick, and you know that doesn't help you lead. Is my point when you've, when you've got some guys and may already have reasons to remember the way he's carried himself too. He'd been a jerk at times. He's blamed media and others rather than look in the mirror at times. So that doesn't. That doesn't help you, and if you've already got some resentment against you, yeah, it's, it's been a failure to just about every locker room he's been in. Uh,
2: around the league, we, have, we do have, a, I guess, a few compelling matchups this week, and we can go over those real quickly here. Jets-Bills, that is in Buffalo. Uh, Buffalo finally did get a win in the division last Thursday yep. against the New England Patriots. Jets,
3: obviously, are going to be rolling with Mike White. Um, Dude, Bills get to 10 yeah. here, right? I would They have to. Yeah, They'll find a way. I do like watching that Jets team though. They are scrappy. They're, and they love their quarterback, Mike White. Yep. They're all in. They're making it that you know, that offensive line made a statement obviously about how they feel about him. You saw the 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 Mike White shirts and everything else. I just like what Sala's done with them. The fact that they're still competitive without Brees, like still getting it done. Your boy Zonovan gets in there and all of a sudden, you know, he he he's looking good. They got a lot of young talent. They got looks like they got the right coach. Probably yep. will lose this one, but yep. I imagine we'll be very competitive in doing so. They gave the Vikings a little bit of a fight. Yeah. Um, so that's that's a, a
2: matchup this weekend. Um interesting, it doesn't matter in terms of the playoff race, but I did find it quirky. Houston changed quarterbacks. They went from Davis Mills to Kyle Allen. Now they're going back. Now they're going back.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: What's going on with Lovey, man? I heard him I don't he know. was getting he was getting grilled. I felt bad for him. He was getting grilled this week in the uh post game by the reporter. They said why aren't you better? You know what? Why? I, he's like we we keep saying the same things every week. Why is it not changing? It's like Lovey can't say because we're tanking, you idiot. But like, what is he supposed to say? What? What can he say?
3: what would be sad is they are tanking and they'll probably still fire him, make him a scapegoat. Well, that's what happens because they never wanted him in the first place. Remember? Yep. That's right. They wanted to hire uh, uh, McCown,
2: mm-hmm. Josh McCown, the high school, the high school coach,
3: mm, and that got blown up once it got public.
2: But then Saturday got the stupid job in Indianapolis, and look how that's turned out. Only one he's got over the damn
3: Raiders. Yeah, and he's shown. He can criticize uh, Mike McCarthy for not using timeouts, but when he's in that seat himself, he can choke. And and he did a couple of games ago. and came out and admitted as much.
2: Yeah, um, so I, I I did find that pretty so it's interesting. It's tougher when
3: you're in that seat. Uh, I say that to say that.
2: Yep. Uh, here's an interesting one. This, this may or may not come up in Patty's picks. I haven't decided yet. Minnesota, Detroit. Now, why are we talking about Minnesota Detroit? Minnesota is on the road. They're at Ford Field. Detroit's five and seven. They Don't have slip up, put a put a couple together here. Minnesota's ten and two. Detroit is favored. Hey. Oh, Detroit is favored as a five and seven team. That's very disrespectful to Minnesota. They are favored over the Vikings. I believe that number is uh as many as two and a half at some spots. Um which I just it's the stinkiest line of the season. It is the stinkiest line of the season, Jason. I don't understand it. I mean, I know that Detroit has played better as of late. Maybe they should have beaten the Bills. But I mean, are we really talking about them being favored over the you know first place team in the division?
3: I mean, it's it's something. There's something afoot, man. Something just something to keep your eye on. Um, yeah, I, I find that strange. Their their only losses are to the Cowboys and the Eagles, both legit teams. And while. Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah, we've been sure, We and I think rightfully so. Not crowned Minnesota. Yep. Said so they're not. They're not a Super Bowl contender. Don't feel like. I still feel like that's disrespectful, uh, against the Lions.
2: Saw a uh, video from Mike Tomlin, who, as you know, or as you may you may or may not know, Mike Tomlin is incredible in December, in the month of December. Like his record is like thirty eight and, you know, twenty or something like that. Like he's incredible in the month of December, and he was asked about it. And I, I love this guy. I think Mike Tomlin is a gem. He said, "Here's why we're so great in December, because the road gets narrow. The road gets narrow, and when the road gets narrow, one of two things happens:
3: you either feel pressure, or you apply pressure. We apply it. Can my, man, can my man get over 500 at one point? That looked well, impossible.
2: Uh, uh, well, we're not finna we're not to deal with that right now.
3: Mike Tomlin is is a gym.
2: They're five and seven. When the road They've gets won narrow, 3-4. Yeah, and he could get back to over five hundred. Oh, he's going to, he's going to, he's got a quarterback now. They got some stability
3: there. It's five hundred or better, right? It's it's ne- he's never been under five hundred. Th- correct. Right? So yeah, he, yeah, okay. And what we got seventeen games, so it's going to be a it's not going to be five he It'll be over it or under it. Yes. But he's got a chance. They've won three or four. They're five and seven. Yes. I I, I come l- on back, Tomlin. He, oh, he's coming back. He got the Ravens this week. He said the
2: road. With Huntley,
3: the the road gets narrow
2: in December, brother. All right and you either feel pressure or you apply it. What's better than that? I love that. Now, that's a coach I would play for.
3: No, he ain't got much to apply pressure with.
2: That's true. It's a, it's a, it's a roster construction issue. It ain't a Mike Tomlin issue. Um, so you've got that. You've got uh, They're taking on the Ravens without Lamar Jackson, so that could be an interesting one. Titans got the get-right game against the Jaguars at the crib. Um, Need it. Bucks 49ers kind of interesting. I mean, 49ers are eight and four. Bucks are six and six now. Back to five hundred. You know, playoff positioning maybe here. I'm not sure what's at stake. Uh, can time Brady keep it going? Here's one that probably is the most interesting game of the weekend in terms of implications. Chargers are at five hundred. You know, they're trying to stay in the uh, in the yeah, wild card race, them. and uh, and they got the Dolphins at home, who are coming off of a big L to the 49ers. I love the Dolphins in that game, man. I just do. I think they're going to be in Patty's picks. I don't think the Chargers are very good. I don't think the Chargers are very good. Um, I don't think they have enough. And they're banged up. And I think the Dolphins are, you know,
3: legit. Much better than what they showed. If, if they are legit, they need to win this game. You said it's at home, right?
2: It it, it is in L. A.
3: Oh, it's in L. A. It is. But but like Either there's way. no
2: there's no home field advantage
3: there. You're you're coming off a game where you had the mask taken off of you mm-hmm. by uh, by Daddy.
2: Yeah, but the, the Daddy Ra- Shanahan. The Raiders just you know handled business against the Chargers. Come on now like they've lost 3 or 4. They're not a good football team. No, that's what I'm saying. Miami's going to yeah. has to play
3: well here and will. Yeah.
2: So, that's the that's the weekend uh in the NFL. We're rounding out here. Um you know, and and I guess the 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 big story though right now
3: is that Bears coming in on the number 2 pick. That's the big story.
2: Bears coming in on the number 2 pick to draft who or what?
3: To trade back. Let somebody come get a quarterback. We're okay. going to take receivers, or we're going to take Will Anderson or do something like that. I, I don't. We're not going to take a quarterback, obviously. Yeah. Uh, and then the what will Detroit do with the Rams pick, which feels like it will be a top three pick. They, better they pick. likely will take a quarterback. They, like better. I about they better. I mean, I know it, golf is playing well. but I just read Mel's stuff. Everybody's got Bryce right now, number yeah. one, compared to Kyler so be, Murray that be they'll Stroud. be asking about the size all the way up to the time that they take him. Mm-hmm. And I suppose Stroud will be the one that they can uh, – that, that Detroit could take, mm-hmm. playing behind golf, make some sense. Yeah, I think so. I think it, uh, that adds up to me. Um, but winding down, the road th- gets narrow. Th- this is what I hope. He, they they take Will Levis. That's what I hope. Uh, uh, that's what I hope Detroit Somebody does. gets tricked, huh? Yeah, go get, don't, go take Levis that everybody's high on. Somebody gets tricked by Will Levis. Not me.
2: I, I, I ain't buying it. Uh, we'll come back. Rob Fisher's going to join us on the other side. We'll talk to him about the Grizzlies back in action tonight, that win against the Miami Heat Talk to him about uh, college football, carousel,
4: and more. Stick around. Jason and John, 92.9 FM, ESPN. Grizzlies Thunder tonight on 92.9 FM, ESPN, and it's Brad Carson here in studio with Jason and John for the Betley Sportsbook app. It's uh, the new app. It's here in Tennessee now. It's also legal in Arkansas. The only one, and they've been there since the beginning in Arkansas. Now they've got both states, Tennessee and Arkansas. Easy, simple, local, and... Uh, all the technology is great, just like all the other apps. But you've got a $250 risk first wager bonus there. That means risk-free up to 250 You can bet on that first bet just by hopping on your phone and downloading the Betley app, B-E-T-L-Y, Betley Sports app. Uh, that is B-E-T-L-Y. There's the ding because uh, we're getting ready for tonight's Grizzlies game. You can bet on that. Grizzlies favored by 7.5. There's a-, a boost parlay for Clippers Magic. By the way, Clippers have lost... Uh, the first quarter in five of their last six road games. Maybe make a first quarter bet there. Detroit and the Pelicans. The Pelicans have lost 11 of their last 16 non-conference games. There's the boost there for the Pistons, and the, and that's on the money line right there in their promotions. Great promotions, great boosts in the Betley app. The Bulls have won all of their last five games against Southeast teams. They got a Southeast team tonight with the Wizards. Get a boost there on the Bulls game or bet the Grizzlies tonight. So many ways to have fun. It's the Betley app, B-E-T-L-Y, the Betley Sportsbook. And uh, you got to be 21 or older, located in Arkansas or Tennessee, to play with Betley. Play responsibly for help quitting. Call 800-522-4700, the Betley Sportsbook.
5: Oh, what a move. Are you kidding me? Selling a little or a lot. Podcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast.
0: How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage.
2: y'all boys not get the memo i do not stay at the intercontinental and anything i got is not a rental i own them all figured out the simple rob fisher been going up is like a dapper man and a scholar got some pre and post, post- and memphis grizzly sidelines on I I Bally I sports he is our man he joins us, down down down. us now fish what's up baby
7: Gentlemen, gentlemen, always great to visit with you. Things are good. The Grizz are rolling. Feeling good about it. Yeah, man. There's a lot Richards. to get to.
2: Lots to get to there, man. Um, let's start with let's start with the past and work our way up to the present because I think it's it's important to celebrate the moments that come in an 82 game season. Um, that win on Monday night um, for me, it was a, as big a statement as the Grizzlies have made over the last. Several years. It's not going to be held up as a win over the Warriors. It's not going to be held up as a win over the Celtics or, or anything like that. But who was on the floor for the Grizzlies when it happened and against the team that it happened against? Um, I find that to be a, a, a resounding statement. What did you think just being in the, the building and, and watching those Grizzlies pull that off against a healthy Heat team?
7: Well, I think I was like most people who walked in the gym that night just – didn't expect that, <laughs> and uh, you know, not only didn't expect that, didn't know what sort of game to even expect. You know, I mean, Miami, because of their physicality, because of how they defend. I mean, frankly, they they can be a boring team to watch, and you know, and then going up against the shorthanded Grizzlies, you thought, wow, what kind of game is this going to be? And um, it was it was it was highly entertaining. And, uh, obviously, for the Grizzlies to get the win made it even more special. Um, it was, um, you, you know, it does, it's, I, I say this about Jowl all the time. It, it doesn't shock me anymore uh, that they are able to do this. Um, but it's, 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 it's fun. It's fun to be along for the ride and, and, and to go through it because it was, uh, you know, I mean, the crux. I, 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 I feel for the people who were coming to the arena that night. I mean, it, it was a it was a loud crowd. They were energized, and I mean, you feel bad for the fans who are coming out. You know, they want to see Ja, and you know, they want to see Jaron, and you want to see the team at full strength. And then you know, you find out earlier in the day that nobody's playing, and so I mean, I, you didn't you didn't know what sort of atmosphere you'd have in the arena. I mean, every, everything. Everything was so much better than anything you could have expected on Monday night. And and it makes it a huge win because, you know, every win is big at this point. And, and with the standings the way that they are, you want to just gather as many as you possibly can. And Monday night, I think going into it, no one really expected that was going to be one. I, I think – go ahead. Well, I was going to say, but to me, that's what makes tonight mm-hmm. a huge game. Because you don't want to give that one back. Mm-hmm. You know that that that's a, that's a steal that you had Monday night, and now you're taking on a team that, well, let's be honest. If you want to be a top, you know, four seed in the Western Conference, this is a type of team that you need to beat. Um, and if you give that back tonight, then you know it takes away what you did Monday night. So, um, I, I, I I'm excited about tonight's game. I, I it was it's weird. Last night I was up, you know, preparing for the game and. And I got myself all fired up thinking about you know the Shea Gilgis Alexander and and Dylan Brooks matchup and and the Grizzlies needing to come off that win on Monday and and almost almost validate it uh, you know you don't want to take that step back and you know and all of a sudden if you get this win and you've won four in a row and um, you know you, you you'd win six out of seven and. And and now look at the standings, and you're you're creeping up towards that top spot. We've said it all along. If you win three or four in a row, you could make a lot of headway in the Western Conference right now. And the Grizzlies are in the process of doing that.
3: Uh, another one of the things that I'm right with you, Rob, in terms of things I'm excited about tonight too. The the we hope right debut of of Zaire Williams, though he's been that's not necessarily in concrete, um, but it was upgraded to questionable. Just in terms of. What he could bring, right? What kind of boost he could give you? And and listen, I know the cliche thing is to say, well, give him some time. You're going to ramp it up, and that's certainly been the case. But Jaron didn't need much time. No, Jaron's played a lot more games. Uh, I'm not. I'm just saying this doesn't necessarily have to be a thing where it's a slow ramp up for Zaire. Just expectations for you. Hackside, are you to see him? What are you expecting in year two for him now that hopefully he's back?
7: Yeah, I I think the the good thing about the Grizzlies medical staff is. You know, although we sit there and we wait for these guys to come back, like Zaire in this situation, I think the one thing that they do very well is that guys don't come back until they're ready to come back. Yes. yes. So so I, I don't expect it's going to be, uh, well, we'll get them in there and, you know, put a, we'll hide them and play them a couple of minutes and then tomorrow a couple more. No. When these guys are ready to go, they're ready to go. So I, I expect Zaire, if he's, if he's ready tonight and is active tonight, that he's going to have a full load. And, um, you know, I'm excited to see. It's, there was so much thought in the off season of, you know, who's going to be the guy that takes that next step like Desmond Bain did last year. And, you know, I thought Zaire would be the answer. He was the easy answer there. So I'm, I'm excited to see what what's next for him. Um, I'm excited to see him on the floor because he has gotten taller and bigger. You know, how's that going to add to his game? Um, you know, I, it, it's, it's weird because it, it's, it's like it was last year when, when these guys are out as long as they are, but the team is successful and winning. It's not that you forget about them, but you just, you, you do, you kind of forget about him mm-hmm. and, and, and what he can add to the team And, so now coming back it's it's a it, it's a welcome addition and I, I you know the the next man up mentality's been great for the Grizzlies but man wouldn't wouldn't you just like to see one time when they don't have to play with the next man up yes. and and it's and play a... with the lineup and be healthy and 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 hopefully we're getting a lot closer to that how
2: key is you know because we, we talk about this enterprise uh, about the Grizzlies and it and it, it is a, an ever forward looking enterprise but, you know, look, you look at championship teams in the past, before Jordan Poole was a Jordan Poole we know him as today, you know, like he was a guy that they drafted and that they they developed, and and look what he turned into. How key is Zaire as a top-ten pick, you know, to the enterprise and to the Grizzlies sort of becoming, you know, the, their best selves?
7: Well, I, I think he's – it's it's a good question and and I think it goes back to what I was just talking about. i don't I don't know because I've kind of forgotten. Um, it's fair. but but i yeah. but I think he but I think he'll be able to to remind us quickly. Um, he, he's a big part of it. He, he's He's a big part of it. And you know, I think when you talk about the team and, and the team moving forward and the team, you know, the the losing, because it's it's still brought up, despite being fifteen and nine, and being off to a good start, it's still brought up about losing to Anthony Melton and Kyle Anderson. Right, right. Um, well, this could alleviate that a lot um, because now all of a sudden you add this guy, this guy that can handle the ball a little bit, can score a little bit, can defend a little bit, can do a little bit of everything, can be Swiss Army knife-ish like those guys were. You know, it's, it's kind of a role that you've missed with the team, with those guys being gone. And every time we, see, we talk about them being gone, all we talk about is, well, the rookies replacing them. Mm-hmm. Well, what about Zaire Williams replacing them? So I, I, I think he, he can be a huge addition. I, I, I think the trajectory of the team and the future of the team, I, I, I wouldn't say it relies on Zaire Williams, but I think Zaire Williams is a big part of it. In um, the depth of this team, it's a big part of it. And the depth is something that has been so key in this team's success over the last couple of years. You know, the, the, the biggest thing about losing Kyle Anderson and D.F.A. Melton was not that, not that you're needing to replace them. It's, it's that your depth, the depth took a hit. And now when you have injuries to Desmond Bain and Tyler Williams and, and all these guys – it's like it's not necessarily next man up. It's like the next next man, yep. man up. So getting these guys back, how much it helps? You know, your starting lineup is one thing, but how much the depth can be, you know, increased and, and can be better. You know, you get these guys back, and and the roles that these guys have played, and all of a sudden they're smaller and and even, you know, more. You know, you, you think of like John Conchar, a, a guy who's getting twenty minutes a game and whose role has increased this year. Well, now all of a sudden, if his role goes down just a little, what he's done in the time that he plays, now all of a sudden it's it's a smaller amount of time. It, it, it makes him better. It makes the team better. So, you know, I, I I'm I'm excited about it. Obviously, we're excited about when Desmond Bain comes back. But man, this this team. To be where they're at today with what they've gone through and not played their starting lineup one game this season, I think it's incredible. You know, last year that the nine and ten start and then you took off from there. Well, this year, not only have they just, you know, stayed above ground with these guys being out, they've, they've been better than that. And you know, To see where they're at in the standings and to see who's been out and, and who hasn't played, to think when they come back how good this team could be. It, it's not out of the question to think that they could be the best team in the NBA.
3: No, you're not, Dr. Rob, but you see a lot more than we do, and, and I'll take your gut here. How, how close do you think we are on, on Bain? Do you think it's before Christmas? I, I, I know boots off, done, You know, shooting worked out sometimes, but just based on yeah. what you've seen, how close are we, do you think?
7: I would hope before Christmas. Okay. Um, it's, it's been kind of odd because you haven't gotten firm answers um, on how close he is. Uh, you just keep getting the same answer of, well, you know, we're another weekend, and, yep. you know, so it's, it's time to reevaluate. And, but there haven't been really firm answers. But I, I think the progress has been good. Uh, we've seen him out on the floor during pregame getting warm-ups in. You know, <laughs> the, shot, the shot looks good. He's getting shots up. It's a matter of, with that sort of injury. Oh, excuse me, with that sort of injury, it's it's tough to know when you're ready mm-hmm. because it might feel good, but you're not pushing off of it. You're not, you know, you're not bur- you're not having that burst. You're, you're you're just kind of going through motions. So it might feel ready, but it might not be ready. So I think it's kind of a scary injury in that way that you, you it, it's kind of like a hamstring that you know you just you don't want to push it and you want to make sure that it's, it's right before you do push it. Um, my expectation would be before Christmas. I, I, you know, you're, you're talking about a, what three to four week deal that they talked about at the beginning. And I guess it's at about three, three and a half now. Um, so I I would hope within the next couple of weeks, we still got three weeks for Christmas. I would think it'll be before then. And that, that's just a gut. And that's just a guess. Um, But, again, I think the Grizzlies are taking their time, making sure he'll be 100% when he comes back and and giving it a little extra time. And and I think they have the luxury to do that right now, especially with the way that they're playing. So um, I I, I hope it's before Christmas. I would would expect it to be before Christmas.
3: Last thing uh, on Grizz, Rob, before we turn you to some, some college football. You'd mentioned big jumps, and, and we're all hoping for that for Zaire in year two. Santi Aldama's made a hell of a jump. And I've, and maybe it's just me getting giddy or naive, but I've had to reshape everything that I think he could be in the NBA. Maybe it's too early again. Maybe I'm guilty of that. But 18 and 10 uh, in that Miami game, you know, for the most he's 21 years old, I think about to turn 22 in, in January. Here, here's my question for you, Rob. Because I'm starting to lean this way. Can he be a starting power forward in the starting and productive power forward in this league, whether it's with the Grizzlies eventually, you shift over, Jaron, or with someone else? I'm just seeing a guy that's getting more comfortable by the game, and maybe the you know how good he can be keeps going up by the game. What, what do you think, Asante?
7: I've been surprised. You know, that question that I mentioned earlier about who's going to take that leap this year, I thought in the off season the easy answer would be Zaire Williams. Yep. It stunned me at media days that every player and every coach you asked about who's going to take that leap, they all said Santi Aldama. Mm-hmm. And I was like, where is Santi Aldama? Really? I mean, okay, maybe we're just saying that because he's going to have to start here early in the season right. with Jared out. and Maybe they're just trying to pump him up. But he's been, he's been unbelievable. I mean, fantastic the way that he's fit in. He, he looks like a different player, and I think a lot of it has to come down to confidence that he's playing with. Yep. And, you know, because I don't think you saw that confidence last year. And what's been key, too, you ask about him starting. His production as a starter and as a bench guy have been the same. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it, it's, it's not like he's – you know, Taking a big step back or a big step forward, either role that he's in, he's, just, he's coming out and he's playing, and he's ready to shoot, and he's got confidence in his shot. And I think that's the biggest thing that we've seen different this year than what we've seen last year, the confidence he has in his shot. Last year you could see him with the Memphis Hustle and how confident he played. You could see how confident he played during his warm-up periods. And then in the game it just wasn't the same. This year it is. And uh, I, I think that stuff that he's taken has been incredible. Can he be a guy that can start in the league? I think he's showing he can. I mean, especially at his age in the jump that he's made from last year to this year. Yep. And to think of what that next jump can be, there's no reason to think that he couldn't be that sort of guy. And, um you, you know, it's it's just another guy that we talk about the Grizzlies' depth. It's crazy. And and, and how important he can be for this team's success. And he's He's been incredible. I mean, he's been more than what we could have expected this year for sure. 100%.
2: We're talking to Rob Fisher, uh, pre and post for the Memphis Grizzlies sideline on Valley Sports. I'm going to turn you to, uh, to college football here. College football playoff is set. Which of these, and I will say it's kind of interesting because – you know, the line on the TCU-Michigan game has flown down. It's settled in at 7.5 now. I think it opened at ten and a half, nine and a half, something along those lines. And then Georgia holding steady at 6.5. Um, what do you think about these matchups here? Which one is closer? Do you give the dogs a shot in either of these games at least to cover?
7: Uh, I, I think if I had to pick one where the dog may cover, it would be the TCU-Michigan game. mm mm-hmm. uh, I think Georgia's going to whack Ohio State. I think they'll be able to name their number against the Buckeyes just because of their physicality. Yep. Um, so I think Michigan TCU could be better. Now, I think it could go the other it, it, In the Michigan TCU game, You know, TCU's been a team all season that they like to go toe-to-toe with. you.
2: Yes, they do. And,
7: and they can score with you. I mean, it's amazing. Nine of their games this season have been decided by ten or fewer points. Nine uh, have yes. been decided by ten or fewer Michigan, two games have been decided by ten or fewer points. So Michigan's defense allows them to blow people out. Plus Jim Harbaugh, it gotta love Jim Harbaugh and the respect I have for him for going out and trying to cover week in and week out. Yes, uh, he, he does.
2: He certainly does.
7: <laughs> so you got to give him a lot of props for that. Um, so Michigan has that ability to run away and hide. But TCU is a good football team, and TCU is a team that they've kept it close throughout the year. They play in these close games. They 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 just make it tough on you, and they give themselves a chance to win, which more often than not this year, they were able to pull off the victories uh, at the end of games. I don't know if they have enough to pull off the victory against this Michigan defense, which is top five in the country, but I'd give them a better shot of keeping it close than I would Ohio State. All
3: right. Well, what about Deion? just your just your gut on him, did it surprise you like it did us that he – that he took Colorado, I guess, since we've seen the numbers and stuff, a little bit less surprised. But what's Dion going to do out in Colorado in your eyes?
7: I hope he's good. I mean, I think he's good for college football. Um, Agreed. You know, and, and he's... I I hope he succeeds. I don't like him being there just because it feels like that's a dead-end job, Um And they're just stuck in the middle of the Pac-12 where no one even really thinks about them. Mm -hmm. Um, So it did surprise me because I thought there'd be some other opportunities for him that might be a little bit better uh, than this one. Uh, But, you know, good for him. And if he can do it at Colorado, he's not going to be there long either. Uh, And and he'll be able to name his job. So I I hope it works. I hope he does because uh, I, I think Deion Sanders is great for the game.
2: No know that about that. Hey, Fish, you're great for the game. Thank you so much, Appreciate brother. Appreciate you, man. Love your work, man.
7: Fellas, always a pleasure. Anytime.
2: Talk soon. He is Rob Fisher, uh, sideline for the Memphis Grizzlies, pre and post. Shoot 360, you need a Christmas gift idea. I know yeah. a lot of you out there, I was asking my wife last night, I'm like, what do you want? What do you need? She goes a treadmill. Well, all right, I'll get you a treadmill. If you want a treadmill, I'll get you a treadmill. She said it,
3: not me. We need to be sending her to Shoot 360. they got the machines out there.
2: Yeah, we can take her out to Shoot 360. She'll love that. If you love basketball, if you have somebody in your life that does, perfect place to get them a membership. Get better at the dribbling drills, passing drills, shooting drills. It's all out there at Shoot360. You'll love it. Your niece, your nephew, son, daughter, they're going to love it. Take them out there, see for yourself, Shoot360.
3: Yeah, they got a bunch of uh, membership uh, levels as well. Can do a one-year commitment, 12 months, at $130 a month. That's a great deal. Uh, and they've got everything out there, so much so that our man Thad Young is an investor. He's a smart man. He knows when something's going to be a monster success, and it's the future of basketball training. He realizes that's going to have his kids who are playing now, Thad Jr., uh, playing on this technology as well that Steph and Clay used to perfect their shot. Again, it's not just the shot, though, as John said. The ball handling, the passing is all going to get better. They're going to get sucked in, your kids, because it's so interactive, just like a video game. Uh, you're loving it because they're getting better and having fun. Uh, it's the future of basketball training in Memphis. The future is now at Shoot360. You need to go see them out at 85 Market Center Drive in Carival.